absolutely off our faces <laughs> going to the crew bar and it was just maybe like genius genius <laughs> <laughs> Because it was all of the controls were going through my controller, I had full range of the volume oh level in the crew bar. How dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> dangerous, but at the same time, so amazing. Like a, like a willy. It was a big willy, let's just put it out there. And we're passing this big willy around the cabin, singing into it as a microphone. And some of those videos are just like, those will never be shared onto the Instagram. <laughs> Welcome back. It's Courtney. It's Sam. And it's Cruising with Crew. Hope you're all having a wonderful day. Hope you've had a wonderful week. We are going to throw it back today to share some stories of ours from the crew bar. Yeah. So we've just put some anecdotes together today from all of our favorite or some of our top funny moments um, from the crew bar on our ships. And we wanted to share them all with you. So hopefully this will be a funny episode. I hope that you enjoy it as much as we enjoyed our times on ships. So, Sam, do you want to start? Okay. Okay. So, this story, for all intensive purposes, is going to be about Ted. Now, this person had a different name, but for this story, we're going to call them Ted. Okay? So, we were there at the crew bar, and it was coming up towards Pride Week. Now, we all wanted to celebrate Pride and have a Pride party, but uh, for some reason, that wasn't allowed. Now, I don't know what the reason was. I'm Boom. sure it wasn't pointed or it wasn't, you know, unsupportive of any communities. But for some reason, it was not allowed. Now, that then got turned into, could we have a cabaret party or a rainbow party? Mm -hmm. But again, it was not allowed for whatever reason. That's so surprising to me. I know, I know. But, you know, I, I, as I say, I doubt it was a pointed thing. I doubt it was a homophobic thing. It just wasn't allowed. So I want you to imagine it's now the evening of what was supposed to be the Pride Night. And it's a trivia. Now, every crew bar that exists on a ship will have trivias several times a week, if not, you know, more. So it was a trivia night. And Ted decided to host this trivia we, we had our papers had our pens our activities manager came out the door and we were all like where's ted ted's supposed to be here hosting this trivia and our activities manager comes out and says <clears throat> today my friends it's not ted hosting it is the one and only tedette oh my god and it comes through the door the drag persona <gasps> of Ted. Oh, I love that so much. And <laughs> and I'm just going to say that their name was Tedette, right? Okay. Tedette came out and hosted the trivia as a drag. So not only was it a, a we're going to do this thing and we're going to celebrate our diversity, but if we need to do it under the all, all intensive purposes of a trivia night, but everyone, other people came dressed at, in like in like, you know, fun rainbow gear and things oh, I love and that. Tedette came out and Tedette was the first ever drag 
performance to have ever happened across any of the Disney ships for crew only. Yes, go was, Ted it. It was incredible. And Ted, oh, I bet everyone was in such good spirits. Oh, it was unreal. And Ted became a local legend oh, amongst I love crew. That. And Ted is still out there now on ships. And God bless you, Ted. Ted, God you know bless who you, you are. Ted. You know who you are, Ted, if you're listening to this. So thank you for sharing your diversity and magic and wonder and bringing that to the dream. Oh, how inspirational. I love that story. Mm. What a good start. Mine's not anywhere near as inspirational as that first story. But um, I'm going to share my experience from the spirit when I was on the Norwegian spirit. I wasn't 21 when I joined the ship. So Mm -hmm. I was only 19. um, And I wasn't allowed to drink on board. Because on all the American ships, you have to be 21 to drink. So I used to have to go into the crew bar and I'd buy a Pepsi and then I'd go to the toilet and I would pour the Pepsi down the sink and then someone else would come in with me and they would fill up my Pepsi can with beer or wine or whatever. Um, And I would have the same Pepsi can all night long. (laughs) But where we used to do uh, theatre duty, like we we used to greet guests coming into the theatre ahead of the show. So hi, have a good, like enjoy the show, Mm. welcome, Mm. welcome to the Stardust Theatre. But they had like a little temporary pop-up bar um, at the entrance and it was right in front of the crew staff locker so there was spirits there like in on Norwegian you don't get I think I've said this in another episode you don't Mm. get spirits you only get beer and wine and the occasional cider at the crew bar so this pop-up bar that was at the theater had everything had like all the spirits it had pre-mixed cocktails whatever Um, and the barman used to leave it there during the show Right. So they would just close the curtains mm. where the, like, the entry and exit was to the actual theatre, but mm. it was down the hallway, so it was at the end of the hallway, and they would leave the bar unattended okay. during showtime. Now, because it was in front of the crew staff locker, <laughs> we would go into the locker, we would get one of our water bottles that was supposed to be a prize <gasps> for the guests, and we would come out and fill it up and then go to the crew bar. Genius! Genius! <laughs> <laughs> so we would be absolutely off our faces <laughs> going to the crew bar and it was just maybe like there was me and my friends that they would know who they are as well oi amigo from brazil i'm not going to name any names in case but mm. they would know who they are and we would be in there and even if it was just like the three of us on our own party we would be having <laughs> the best time in the crew bar oh it was just so funny and it used to be strategic like you could right. you could get shit-faced every night of the week because there was a show every day. Yeah. It yep. was so great. It made the crew bar much more enjoyable, I must admit. <laughs> <laughs> Stealthy mm-hmm. spirit smuggling. Oh, yeah. Spirit smuggling on the Norwegian spirit. <laughs> spirit on the spirits. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Fantastic. Um, okay, so my next little gem of a story. So back in my golden years... Here we go. All right, Granddad. <laughs> I was a bit of a DJ on board. Oh right? yeah, I have heard. I have heard of this before. So I was prepare a... yourselves, everyone. <laughs> I entered my cabin and when I, when I first arrived, and I met uh, a great friend of mine. I'm gonna, for all intents and purposes, <laughs> call him Dave. Dave, you're Dave. right, Dave. All right, Dave. Dave's name is obviously not Dave. Um, so Dave was a wonderful guy from London. And we just hit it off, and we specifically hit it off about the same genre of music that we love. Um, house music, still love house music to this day. Yeah. 
Um, so we decided we were going to DJ. So <laughs> it was crew bar and anyone could DJ in crew bar. You just had to sign up. But I made a big deal out of the <laughs> fact that I was DJing. And I told all of my friends and everyone on the ship. I can and, never imagine you doing such a thing, Sam. Oh, I, re- I put the flyers <laughs> out and everything. And it was on my birthday as well. Fun. So I, it was a big day for everyone involved. Um, so the activity manager was like, okay, we're going to make this a really big deal then. And we're going to call it Glow, I think they just called it like the Glow Party. Or, oh, we used to have that on Norwegian, but that was for the guests. <laughs> <laughs> so but they basically had a load of... Um, glow sticks. Glow sticks and necklaces. and wrist, You know, like you used to have when you were kids. Mm. And this place just turned up. And because I think people hadn't, you know heard a lot of house music or it wasn't the typical thing that was played it attracted such a crowd anyway word spread around the ship that this DJ was going to be was on the decks. yeah dj sam <laughs> it was going to be a big thing and it was myself and my roommate that we were going to be a double act so we were going to dave go, on the decks dave on the decks <laughs> sam and dave and we were going to btb which means back to back so it was very very exciting the dj lingo there dj lingo it sounds like something else but it's not <laughs> Um, so it was very exciting and anyway we turn up so I'm looking at the kit that is like the big you know uh, amplifier they've got in the crew bar with all the wires hanging out that usually a tech sets up Mm. and I'm like hmm I wonder so I basically went and uh, put the big auxiliary which goes into the main kind of amplifying system to go around the, 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 the speakers in the crew bar straight in to my own little individual controller that I was using, like my own DJ okay. there. But because it was, all of the controls were going through my controller, I had full range of the volume oh level in the crew bar. How dangerous. <laughs> dangerous, but at the same time, so amazing. So I was like, I'm doing this party properly. So I absolutely whammed the game <laughs> up. So the speakers were like blasting that night. And it was crazy. There was people dancing on the tables, People dancing on the seats, like standing up everywhere. Oh People like taking their shirts off, throwing them around their heads because I kept the energy up the whole time, right? These humongous drops. People were going bananas. I literally mean bananas. So guess who I'm hiring as my birthday DJ? <laughs> <laughs> DJ Sam's making a comeback. <laughs> yeah. We can get DJ Dave on Skype just to go, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so it was, it was so good. And we basically ended up creating a bit of a reputation for ourselves and because that night got so crazy the crew bar then had a uh, one bar a one drink per person rule oh god because people got so crazy that they were (laughs) (laughs) they were like falling down the stairs and like vomiting in the crew bar and things remember remember what we said in previous episodes (laughs) (laughs) knowing your limit it got Mm. wild it got really wild that night and uh, they ended up like we ended up getting like pushed back and being told that we had to have a bit of a break before we DJed again. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, but it meant that all of our parties where we were DJing, people would like come to them because we became this like thing. Even DJs that had been there for long enough when like when it was the two of us DJing, they'd be like, no, no, let them do it. You know. Um, That's so cool though. It was awesome. It was generally one of the coolest things. And you know, we always talk about this idea of being a big fish in a small pond. That is really how it feels on on, on cruise ships and it was really nice to have that kind of validation for essentially what was a hobby you know I love that though oh we need DJ Sam to make a comeback <laughs> he will okay he good will. um 
Okay, I'm going to talk about mine. This time I was on the Norwegian Dawn. And I'm going to set the scene for you all. Mm. So, Norwegian Dawn. No guests on the ship for mm. about two weeks because the coronavirus had happened. Rhoda! I know. Um, so... COVID started in what, like March 2020? Mm. So, but the few weeks before that, we hadn't been able to have crew parties and stuff um, while the guests were still on board. So, oh no, no, no. Yeah, like it was end of March, I believe, that mm. the guests left. So it was around the time of St. Patrick's Day, obviously 17th of March, like we weren't allowed to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Like we couldn't do a big party Because for of it. the restrictions because on Because of the restrictions. We couldn't mm. have a big party. And like crew in Richmond had like gone and bought St. Patrick's Day oh, stuff, you know, like yeah. uh, like necklaces and little um, signs of like, kiss me, I'm Irish, all of this kind of stuff. So it was all ready to go, but then we weren't allowed because of the restrictions. Mm -hmm. But then the guests left the ship. And so we were like completely on our own in our own little bubble. And it'd been about two weeks. So we had like a delayed St. Patrick's Day party. But it was like the first crew party in weeks. So everybody was buzzing. <laughs> and we used to have... At like the start of the party, kind of like what we would do for guests. We would have the band, like the ship's band. Mm. They would like be the opening act and then we'd have the DJ take over afterwards. Um, so our party band on board um, were from the Philippines. Okay. Um, and they'd actually only been on the ship a couple of weeks because they joined and then COVID pretty much hit straight away. So we didn't really know them. So we went up. Everybody was absolutely like, we were so excited. Cause yeah. we were like, yes, we're going to have a party now. We, um, they'd actually taken the crew bar like from downstairs up to the pool deck because we had no guests anymore. Wow. So we were able to have the crew bar at the pool deck. So it was really cool. Then they started to sing and it was a Filipino song. Oh no. That none of us knew. <laughs> and it was, I'm telling you, got to be one of the slowest, most <laughs> depressing songs that I have ever heard in my life. And I've actually got a video, like I should upload this onto our Instagram. Yes. I've got a video of all of our faces when they started playing this song <laughs> that we were all looked at each other as if to be like are you joking like is this what we've been waiting for and it was so awkward oh, it no. was so awkward like such a letdown mm. and i can't even remember who shouted it but somebody shouted out about being like you know we need to we need to turn it up or whatever like so then they own they, they changed it to the next like they changed the, the mood the next couple songs and then they went off and the dj started and it was great and we had such a good time and it was mm. such a laugh but god it was the worst start to a crew party ever i swear <laughs> and it was just because of the build-up that we've yes. been like yes, yes we're gonna have it and then we were like oh or not <laughs> i'll show you I'll, I'll upload it on the instagram oh, of like the Pretty much, it was that, but like the Filipino version. Um, it was just even even Filipino crew members that knew the songs weren't like really singing along. It was very awkward, very strange, and we were like, "Oh, great!" But I'll I'll upload it onto our Instagram of like when they started singing, and then later on you'll see the difference in the vibe. But it was so funny because we were just like, "What is going on right now?" Like a before and after. Yeah. Very good. I think it's such a fine line, isn't it? To start a party. You've got to start a party off strong, haven't mm -hmm. you? Absolutely. What's your last crew bar story, Sam? <laughs> okay, my last one is kind of on the same wave. Oh. If you'd pardon the pun. I was going to say, did you get it? <laughs> um, on the same wave as what you just said. So we would often have our crew bar moved around. But crew 
activity manager or crew enrichment, this was one of the best build-ups to any party I'd experienced on board. So I want you to imagine one week out, which already is like feels like two months on a ship. Mm-hmm. Um, we had these random signs going around crew areas where it was just a question mark with like hazard tape. Oh. And everyone was like, what is this question mark? Love that. What is this question mark? Why is there a question mark? The mystery, the suspense. It really was. No, it, generally. No, I, I and, know, and, I get you, because it would have been. It would have been, because that's the only thing like, that everyone's got to talk about. <laughs> it was like, what is this thing? And then a week later, or like a few days later, again, cruise time, um, it was like, location? Question mark. And everyone was Ooh. like, what? What is going on? Anyway, then a few days later, new signs went up, and it was party, that uh, secret party, location unknown. Oh. And it just had a date. And it said, like, details coming soon. And everyone was, like, <gasps> gassed. People couldn't believe it. The rumours were flying around the ship. The build-up was immense. It was incredible. And then it simply said, when it was one day out before the date, all the signs went out again, new signs, overnight, right? It said, meet at this spot, right? Like, uh, between these times, meet at this spot mm-hmm. for entry to the secret party. And it was forward, all the way forward on the ship, uh, on deck four. So our, our Lido deck or our uh, outside deck, whatever, the running track, whatever that is for your ship. Mm. It was all the way forward. Anyway, so we were like, I was all dressed up, you know, ready to go. I go all the way forward and there's our activity manager and she sort of bundles a few of you together. Right, we were told not to kind of make a scene. So if there was too many at the front, yeah. we'd have to do another lap of deck four and then come back to get entry because you can't have you know large gatherings in guest areas. Anyway, she saw us and she opened this tiny little door that was like forward, and she was like, "Here you go." She gave us a wristband, oh. um, and it w- this was all because we hit like captain's challenge, so we got really good guest scores. Nice. So we get we got a wristband and two tokens. Wristband and tokens, how? Weird, right? And then, so she opened this tiny little hatch door thing. So I'm like, okay, well, we're going to have to go through this tiny hatch. And you literally had to bend down and, like, creep through this door. (laughs) Like, literally squat. So I squatted, pushed through this door, came through the other side, and it just was an eruption of light and sound. Oh, wow. And it was like there was a DJ in there, there was a crew bar, and what it was, was we were actually in the mooring deck. Now, for oh. anyone that doesn't know the mooring deck, it's an enclosed private deck. It's massive. That takes up all the forward, but it's the place where they keep the anchors yeah. and the chains. So when you look around you, you had all the chains above you. How and cool. Anchors, and they'd, they'd uplit all this stuff. So they put lights in there to light up the oh chains God, and anchors. Sick. And it was a party in this like, little sweat box of a mooring deck. And they had a crew bar in there, or like their version of a crew bar. Yeah. Um, and they had a DJ and like it's speakers. like a version of a speakeasy. Exactly, exactly, precisely. Or like an illegal rave. Or That's that, so cool. That, that kind of thing. And because it was all closed in, and, its own, and it was away from the guests, this party was able to go on until like 3.30 in the morning, which usually crew bars shut at 2. But this was like... I remember when I was shut, yeah. It was like late. 3.30 was considered like extra mm. late. And we all got two free drinks because that was the two tokens. That's so cool. It was one of the best parties. God, shout out to your activities manager. Yeah, yeah. It was That's sick. I can't remember who it was now. Um, 
actually, I don't want to say names, but yeah. it was, it was, I knew who it was, but yeah, it was amazing. It was in my, my second contract and it was still to this day, the best single I've never heard of like, I've never heard of any kind of crew party like that before. That is so cool. And it was so well uh, marketed as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so the well executed. Yeah. Wow. Insane. God, I'm jealous. That's so cool. Okay. My story is a bit pants after that, but I'm going to tell it anyway. Tell it, tell it. I want to hear it. <laughs> so... Again, it was like we'd all started at the crew bar. It's kind of like an extension of the crew bar kind of story. Um, now, I had a friend on board. I'm, like, nervous to say names just in case people don't want me to talk about them. Yeah, so, put, a, put a fake name um, I had a friend on board for the purpose of this story. We're going to call him Jack. So, okay. Jack was a guest entertainer. He was a musician. Um, and so, he had his own cabin. So we had all been at the crew bar and we were like, oh my God, like, we just want to carry on. It's been so fun. But now Jack was like, you know what, everyone come back to my cabin. Now, he has his own single cabin being a principal musician. However, the single cabin is the smallest bloody room ever. <laughs> so then we, we all kind of squeeze into this tiny, like when I say small, like his whole cabin, including his bathroom, is probably the same size as your bathroom at home, if you're listening or like maybe even smaller than some bathrooms. Like, it's yeah. so tiny. It's a little shoebox, but we were all squeezed <laughs> into this tiny cabin. And I remember being very drunk. And I was just, we were singing. We were singing so many songs. And then we'd ordered chicken tenders because oh, that's yes. why we went back because he was a principal musician. So he was allowed to order room service. So we got, yeah. Come on, the chicken tenders. Come on, the chicken tenders. So we ordered chicken tenders. And then the next thing I know, we're singing into a bottle opener. <laughs> but it was shaped like ah, something else. Right. <laughs> Videos, like a willy. Like it was a big willy. Let's just put it out there. <laughs> and we're passing this big willy around the cabin, singing into it as a microphone. And some of those videos are just like, <laughs> those will never be shared onto the Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like one of the best nights. My friend, who's actually now engaged to Jack, so they'll know. Um, so sorry if you didn't want me to share. She was up on the bed. Because the, the song came on, she's a maniac, maniac. So she was there, like, honestly looking like she was, what, like stomping grapes to make wine on the bed. <laughs> and it was just one of the funniest nights. There were so many of us in this tiny little cabin, and we were singing our hearts out, oh. and it was fantastic. So good. That's a great story. And I miss, I miss, I miss those guys. They're such fun. But it was such a good night. It's always the little things, isn't it? It's always yeah. the impromptu nights with your mates that you think, ah, oh, this is pretty cool, you know? It was so much fun. But yeah, and now we're sat at work. Here we are. <laughs> with my cup of tea. Wow. <laughs> Similar vibes. Drinking my coffee from a paper cup, which is slowly <laughs> seeping through onto the studio desk. Yes. <laughs> How times have changed. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, before we wrap up today, everyone, we do hope that you've enjoyed and we hope that you've laughed along with us. Um, but remember to keep an eye out because you've still got an another week of the Instagram competition. So if you haven't been on to our Instagram, at Cruising with Crew, and had a look at our competition post, now is the time to do it. Get on it because we're going to be announcing a winner next week. Do it. Don't delay. Do it. Just do it. I would also like to remind you all that we are not affiliated with any kind of cruise line company or brand at all. We are not uh, 
associated with Disney Cruise Line. We are not associated with Norwegian Cruise Line or any other cruise line for that matter. This is purely for fun, for entertainment, and it's us sharing our personal opinions and stories to better those that are interested. And remember, you can listen to us on all kinds of different platforms now. So wherever you're listening on now, that's great. Um, but remember that all of our platforms include Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, CastBox, Public Radio and Pocket Casts. And all of these can be accessed by clicking the link in our bio on our Instagram page where you can look at our competition post too. Just plug in that one more time. <laughs> but until we are back next week, we hope that you have a wonderful week ahead of you. And you'll hear from us very soon. 